Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Dating Badly. This week we've got Ray Downs and Liv Hewson. Um, they are joining me from Sydney and Ray is joining me from Brisbania. We do um, Liv's favourite rom-com, which is Miss Congeniality, which I have to say is still fucking pretty great. It was, uh, man, some of these are so good. Like, I just, it's a joy to rewatch some really good films uh, written by a woman with heart, heart like it's a woman two women and a dude written by and it's always when a chick's writing it that it's just fucking real special anyway um the tech uh there was a fuck up with someone's tech on their end where they had a massive echo from everyone else so i've had to use the zoom backup which is fine i'm clear they're clear it just doesn't sound like it's done in a broadcast studio but um until i can get back in the studio heaps um, maybe a few more Patreon subscribers could travel. Um, then, uh, yeah, sorry, really sorry. It's hard to tell people how to do tech stuff when they're not in the same room and, or, excuse me, just had to do a little side of it. Um, if I can't show them how to do it and that's, you know, I, I've accepted it because not everyone knows how to figure out all this rubbish stuff. Anyway, looking at my beautiful Deirdre Chambers having a little nappy nap. Just off to the side, and I have to say, she's just so gorgeous. I think she gets up. I have to get up a few times in this uh, episode because she's being a rascal. Anyway, thanks so much for listening, subscribing, downloading. I really appreciate it. If you want to help out the show, go to the Patreon. It's only a dollar. A dollar. That is it. Just a buck, and a dollar will um, uh, just goes towards me paying for the Zoom and the and the domain, all that sort of stuff. And that's it. Uh, that's all you have to do if, if you want to do it if you don't don't worry about it you're cool anyway enjoy this episode of Miss Congeniality with Liv and Ree and we'll see you next week thanks so much bye welcome to Dating Badly the podcast about dating badly double age badly with your host me Kelly Stuka. Okay. Woohoo! That feels good. That feels so good. I it feels am, correct. It feels correct. Uh, uh, Liv, I am gagging over your bangs. Gagging. I love a good bang, and you seem like you have thick enough hair that it can really hold its place. I got thick hair. Yeah, I'm lucky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thick red hair, dude. Oh, I just because I every time these are what my bangs. I mean, my hair's wet. But this is where they are now. But I try and fluff it up and stuff. And every time I go to the hairdresser, I'm like, "You got to make it thicker because it will fly away. Thicker, thicker bangs." And they Your never hair. do it. And then they try and like cut it over, you know, from the side. I'm like, "No, straight in front. Chop it in. Make it stay, dude. A whole." And yeah, then don't don't assume I'm scared. I'm not no, scared because also I do <laughs> push it. <laughs> I do push my bangs to the side eventually, like after a week, but mm-hmm. the side fringe looks better when a straight fringe has been cut. Mm-hmm. Like even now I can see how your hair would, if it goes to the side, it's got a nice, like it sits better as opposed yeah, to the, so, anyway. So I last, when I, uh, when we got out of lockdown, kind of the first bit, uh, I got my hair done on the Wednesday, mm. which was I think three days after we could have hairdressers. Yeah, everyone I, I, like rushed. Oh, my dude, my roots were down to my ears. Mm. Like it was just black hair and I had greys coming through 
and it was oily it was horrible anyway so the hairdresser um i told him what i wanted with my fringe and he did it and then it was kind of like like a farrah faucet to the side kind of thing oh i love that right but not didn't look as good right but i like but it was thin it was like only wispy bits of hair i'm like oh no i want it to the front and he's like oh yeah sure and he like chopped into her again three times i was like no i want a front fringe and i want you to chop into it and the third time it still wasn't to the front it was just to the side and i'm like this guy's actually not listening to anything i'm saying like men 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 suck (laughs) dude they don't fucking listen they don't listen they are fucking trash they don't listen um which is weird coming from a person that's been with the same you know good dude for a long time yeah, he's trash too, though. So yeah, that's true. Good, good for you. Yeah, I'm marrying him, but he stalks. <laughs> yeah, he's, he fucking sucks. <laughs> oh man, I I'm so glad. I gotta say, I'm so glad that the two of you are here. Um, but you were like the jealousy I was feeling watching oh. both your Instagrams. Mm-hmm. I'm like, look at them. They're in Brisbane. They're hugging. I know. They're warm. Just- they're outside. We had a two-week slumber party, basically. It was, oh. it was really very good. Oh, <laughs> like, you know, to be like, oh no, babe, like it, like, oh, it wasn't even that. No, it was fucking great. It was, it was so amazing. fucking good. Oh. So please welcome back to the show, Read Down and Liv Houston. Hello. Thank you so much. This is so great. And we'll talk about, you know, fun. We'll get to the movie in a minute. But I uh, recently, me and Seals watched Bombshell. And it's so fun because if people don't know, buddy, Liv is in just like, who would you say is the most famous person you've worked with? Oh, man. I mean, (laughs) Drew Barrymore. We've got the Drew Barrymores. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman's. We've got your Charlize Theron. Yeah. We've got your... Margot Robbie. got your Margot Robbie's. Well, we we didn't have any scenes together, but we, we did get to meet, which was nice. Yeah, so, you know, the gang. You had a great, you had a great <laughs> role. You were this, like, pregnato mm-hmm. sidekick to yeah. Talese that was just, like, and, and such a great scene when she's eating pizza. Oh, uh, it was fun. <laughs> like, did he just talk about my period? Dude, sure it was did. so fun. Man, that was so fucked. Because I watched also the other one, The Loudest Voice. Oh, yeah. Which is about, so, for people who don't know. But also, I don't give a fuck about spoilers. It's all about the Roger Ailes stuff and Fox News, blah, blah, blah. Yep. So I was coming off the back of that and Seals hadn't seen it yet. So she's like, wasn't aware of the fuckery that was about yeah, to I mean, happen. Like, before we made the film, I didn't, I didn't really understand what happened or the extent of it. And then right. as we were looking at it, I was like, fucking hell. I had no idea until the last, and even I think that Bombshell showed it to be really bad, but because it more was Margot's story. Hmm. With the loudest voice, it was more you know the Naomi, Naomi Watts Gretchen story. Uh-huh. So you're really in that one. It more sort of about how much work she had to do behind the scenes to trap him, in terms of so much, yeah. Trap him into proof that he was a piece. Roger Ailes was a piece of shit who was sexually assaulting women. I think it's just crazy that like like this man was so terrible that you can make. <sighs> multiple different different sides of the story about different aspects of him yeah. being awful and have them all be true at once like, because dude. both of them gave me different things like bombshell gave me a different perspective because i because we didn't because in the last voice we never got to know about megan kelly right mm. she wasn't there was one moment where 
it came up that she wasn't supporting him, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like there was the story was Gretchen's story. Yeah, man. Yeah. I just how do people let that happen? Like, how does a secretary, a female secretary, know what's happening behind the doors and just keeps on money, money? Is that money? Money, Is that money, money, money. Or security? Both. I don't know. Honestly, yeah. Fucking. I think cunt. Roger. I think Roger Ailes is hot. Oh, sorry, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm very attracted to John Lithgow, and then he played ah, Roger Ailes, and I was like, you, you really? bastard. Yeah, he's hotty. That's always interesting. I wouldn't fuck him, but I'd I'd take him out to dinner. In in real life, he has such a kind face. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Harry and the Hendersons. Come on, man. Mm -hmm. It was like like everyone was upset Gillian Anderson was playing Margaret Thatcher in The Crown. They're like, don't make me attracted to Margaret Thatcher. Don't make me attracted to her. (laughs) Oh, man. I I am just, again, because we're watching a lot of television because they're alive, aren't back to normal yet. I have always watched The Crown and I've made Celia watch The Crown with me. But she hasn't seen one, two and three really. And I'm like, you really need to go back. But we're just starting at four for her. Mm. Um, and just and she's like, this show's amazing. I'm like, I, I told you. They really just draw something out. Um, but, Ree, you touched on something that I really love is that you have like, you're attracted to like this older daddy, right? No, I was joking. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But, but you, I do like, think that John Lithgow is handsome. Well, that's I the thing. would root Paul Rudd. Uh, that's probably as old as I would go. Dude, Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd is in not... his thirties. Yeah, no, he's not. He's in his forties. Okay, Man, he looks young. He looks good. Yeah. he looks really good. He might even be fifty. That's yeah, crazy. I, I'm going to look it up. Uh, he's absolutely nearly fifty, um, but he's an exception to the rule. No one looks good as Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd has a painting of himself in an attic somewhere that's just growing older as the yeah, years go on. Yeah, a picture of Paul Rudd. Yeah. Dorian What's, Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there are men who are a little bit older that he's 51. Paul Rudd yeah, is there we 51. Go. Dude, he's Paul so, Rudd looks 35. He looks good. What is it? Is it because he's just kept himself trim and he's He's hair. got amazing skin. Yeah. Oh, and my he's God. funny. That is nice and nice that funny people are not bogged down by hatred, which makes them age terribly. And I think and his IMDb is like. Look at Trump. Look at that bull sack fucking little disgusting cunt. Yeah. Sorry to be sorry to be opinionated on this podcast. No, but he looks like a fucking bull sack. I can't wait for the hate, the hate messages of like, you don't even know, man. COVID is an conspiracy man. I'm like, shut up, COVID, asshole. COVID is a conspiracy, though, and the earth is flat. <laughs> oh. If I you guys are going to be sheep, then be sheep. Yeah, bah, 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 bah. But, um, I'm a but wolf. I, but listen, I'm really I'm curious. I'm going to eat you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really I curious, eat sheep though, for breakfast. About your, like, uh, like older man or older, older lady fantasy. Like, my older man would probably be, like, Gary Oldman. Oh my god, that's his so last old. name is literally Old Man. Yeah, <laughs> and his first name is literally Gary. So, <laughs> literally, what a Gary! But he's so handsome. But then there's something about like, like Kate Winslet, who's also in her fifties, I think, 
Oh, oh, she'd look after you too, would she? Like Kate Winslet. She would. I she's, just... in, uh, she's in a movie coming out where her and Saoirse Ronan play lovers. <gasps> and apparently oh. I, read, I read in an article that like there's a sex scene in the movie and Kate Not Winslet even. made sure that they filmed the sex scene on Saoirse Ronan's birthday as like a treat. Oh, <laughs> like, that's, that's incredible. That's, a, that's such a Kate Winslet thing to do. Like, I'm like Kate, Kate Winslet's considerate. Like we're so sensual. This is, um, she, uh, I can never say her name. How do you say it? Shona? Sersha. Sersha? Is that how you say it? It's mm-hmm. Irish. Yeah. Irish. Yeah. She's, an Irish name. I can't take my eyes off her. She's stunning. There's something about Kate Winslet oh, where, where I'm just like, she's 45. Um, and there's something about Kate Winslet where I'm like, Oh, I'm going to bite my, my fist. Cause I'm just like, she's so yeah, sexy. Her, her in, the, in the dressmaker was like, like I forget how old I was when that came out. I think I was in like my late teens or like around twenty. And ah. it was just game over. Absolutely I haven't seen it. Oh, I've not seen it. I She's, if you if you're into Kate Winslet mm-hmm. looking amazing in like tailored outfits and also Sarah Snook is there. Oh it's Sarah great. Snook. Yeah, it's awesome. I love Snooky. Snooky. <laughs> That's my nickname for her. I, love I always her. call her Spooky Snook. I always get snook- spooky, snooky. I always get it confused with the mum from Babadook. Oh, Essie Davis, Sarah Snook, and Babadook. Babadook, Babadook is uh, number one, fantastic, and it has my favourite. Like, if if anyone wanted to learn how to do an Australian accent, it's a line from this film, which I just fucking love because mm. we don't get many Australian horror films like this. Like, we get Wolf Creek, and just you know, I love. I don't like horror films where it's real. I want a super we I want aliens, I want supernatural bullshit. You want a storybook monster. Yeah. yeah. And there's this line in um Bubduk where Essie goes, get away from my son. And I, I just yes. <laughs> it's such a great Aussie, like yeah. Aussie twang in a horror yes. film. You just don't you don't we don't Ro- feel it enough. It's got every it's got like almost every vowel. Yeah. Rose Byrne does it in uh, my son. Rose Byrne my does it son. in um, Bad Neighbors too, where she's like, "Get mm. off, get away from him, you filthy animals." There we go. And it's so uh, good. I don't know how she's Rose Byrne's been able to do what she does, but she has a way of um, like even in Bridesmaids, that was a hard character to play because she was a rich, posh thing, but she still had to be likable. Yeah, and she was she hit the nail on the head really well and Bad Neighbours I thought would be a terrible film great and she was and I love that they I love it when they make someone man I love it when they let someone keep their real accent and there's just no explanation by Mm -hmm. it like no yeah because because Australians live in America and they used to live in Australia it's literally (laughs) as simple as that like that's literally the storyline people people live in places and uh, it's fine (laughs) yeah like Um, literally it's fun, like it, no it, one needs to have an accent in any. It anything. blows my mind unless they grew up. Unless okay, Liv, for example, had to have an American accent because both her parents have an American accent. Yes. in Santa yeah. Clarita Diet, right. that makes sense. But makes if we're sense. just we're, we're just pulling adults in willy nilly for a little plot, I can't remember. Did you have an American accent in Bombshell? Yes, you did. Um, so mm. many Aussies in that film, though. So good. Oh yeah, and we all pretended to be Americans, <laughs> except. <laughs> Um, except the Lawson brothers because they were playing the Murdoch what, boys. What a fucking whoever did casting for this film 
what a genius bit of casting because when they came up well, I was like oh that's the huh I was just thanking the casting director oh my god right <laughs> thank like, you casting director dude getting the two brothers the Lawson brothers to play the lock like to play the Murdoch brothers I was like you fucking they nailed it like, because they're both... They were they, so good. Dude, because they're both the Lachlan... Like, Lachlan Murdoch is so fucking handsome. And Lawson is so... And he's TikTok. By the way, Josh Lawson's TikTok is just... I feel everything. Josh Lawson has a TikTok? Yeah. <laughs> and um, he does a lot of miming and it's fantastic. Oh. Like, he does the scene. Okay. He does Mrs. Doubtfire. You know the scene where he's trying to get a job and he has the, like, older kind of blonde lady that's like what yeah. do you do and he goes I do voices and like, will you do voices and he goes I'm gonna do it for you and he does all yeah. that he mimes that in a way please everyone listening please look it up go to his TikTok he mimes it in a way that I had nearly tears because he reminded me of like Robin Williams it was the most beautiful and he was he's such a good actor <laughs> he's really awesome. good um but anyway blah 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 casting director uh Aussie accents oh yeah um, I, hmm, so I was recommended for a bit of fun, right, for something to do. I was recommended to watch the latest um, uh, Crocodile Dundee film. Oh, you know, like the, the new new one. Yeah. I don't know if, uh, you know, I mean. You sound so scared. <laughs> well, I'm just making sure you're not in it. Uh, but no, even if you no. are in it, I would say something. Okay, so. I, because uh, I think, so Catherine Allen has got a podcast where she gets people to watch that film and they talk about it. She sure I, does. Oh my goodness. She's like, can you just go watch it? And I'm like, okay. So me and Seals watched it one night and it was, it was, it was something. Re, do yourself a favour. Oh my God. Uh, first of all, we didn't know what the film was about. It does, there's no, we don't know what the story is. But the crocodiles, amount, I assume. Oh man, I wish it was about crocodiles because right. at least we okay. we knew who the bloody you know the villains were. But this is a film that they shot. I don't know. They shot it half in Australia, America. Who knows? It's set in LA, but they use so many Australian actors, and every Australian actor has an American accent. Why? And why there is no Shane Jacobson plays. A, you know how you go to LA and they have all the people dressed up like Hollywood celebrities and you get a photo with them? Yeah, like the, yeah. Um, and, and the, like, yeah, on Hollywood Boulevard and yeah. everyone's in mascot costumes. Mascots, and, and right? scared of them, yeah. Yeah, and you're scared of them because underneath <laughs> you know they're going to kill you. So I actually, mascots, I, I actually, hate them. I, I hate actually them. dress up as Liv Hewson. Uh, I'm a mascot character actor and I dress up yeah. as Liv Hewson and I go down to <laughs> Queen Street and I make people pay $20 to take a photo with me. Yeah, and then, then you... Um, swear at them and slowly yeah. ruin my rap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I what I do is I I, I go a very hard, I go anti LGBTQI. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is a bit out anti, of wow, anti women's is... rights. I go, look wow. guys, I actually do know live and this is very true to them. Um this is how they <laughs> behave all the time. Um at twenty dollars, thank you. What um, do you mean? Why would you do that? You know what, like, Katie? Katie, you're a mean girl. You're a mean, mean girl, Katie. Um <laughs> Uh, My name's yeah. Rhiannon. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so this film, so St. Jacobson has an American accent, but he's playing one of those guys that dresses up like Crocodile Dundee and harasses people for photos and stuff. Okay, I'm like, yeah. why do you have an American accent? Why? Can we just, it's so stupid. Like, no one would believe us if we all are all Australian. 
no it's, like a, it's a especially if it's an, an Australian film with yes. like only Australians in it I'm like it's it, it kind of feels self-conscious it's like it's like I don't know no one asked I me I don't give a fuck yeah. Oh, dude. Well, what's the no, film? I do. I and care. Then give I, do. I do care. <laughs> I do care. I do care. I was kidding. <laughs> but when you watch, is that Paige? Oh, yeah, Paige, Peachy. like a little baby. How many She's animals do you have now, Reese? Four. Three so, cats and a dog, baby. So, Kelly, hell. remember when you came over and you met yes. the two kittens? We yes. kept those. We kept yeah, those kittens. Of course you did. I could yeah. tell right then they were going to be a foster fail, mate. Yeah. Like, They're so cute. <laughs> look at this look at this little baby she's beautiful though she's a little, little tabby tabby she's a little fluffy too yeah, yeah she's, she's a fluffy it's um, like ragdoll fluffy oh peachy that's your angle that is definitely your angle there so you're right in, there that's perfect you're in brisbane brisbane right Bris- brisbane you're in sydney for work I am at the family moment. i i'm doing like a couple of little work things oh nice uh, have fun so i'm gonna be here for like 10 days and then oh, nice. are you doing there. are you doing acting work things um um oh, i can't say are you doing your little sh- the show your little shows my your little, little shows show. at the opera house? Hey, are you doing your little skits? Is that what you're doing? Your I'm doing skits? I'm doing queer stories on the 29th at the opera house. And, nice. Um, and yeah, and it's going to be Liv's birthday. I'm going to be turning 25, baby. 25. Yeah. Wow, so, that is disgraceful. Okay, you are a nut. You're like Paul Rudd. Uh, <laughs> I, I am. It's not aging. Oh my god, it's Paul Rudd. <laughs> I can't believe Paul Rudd slept at my house for two weeks. Oh, yes. man. Are you going back to LA? <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> no? Not at the moment. Um, I have a it's friend. It's a bit scary. Looking after my place. So you do. I know that, like, he's safe and it's fine. Um, and the year's nearly over. Like, now is when I'd be coming back for the holidays anyway. So yeah. Literally. I'm, literally. I'm, like, not thinking about it until January. Because it's scary because I'm like, God, it's so, like, we're so under control here. Uh, you know, germs-wise, and it's scary to think, oh, going back there, because people are like, oh, you're going to go back to New York. I'm like, no, mate, I can't, like, I can't live like that anymore where I'm, like, on top of each other and subway and germs and and then because so so much of that area isn't taking anything really seriously, whereas we are and we're, like, you know, we we put ourselves in lockdown to get rid of it. And now... Yeah, hmm. it's... Fuck, man, it's been really hard over there. Oh, a comic, just... a comic who was in Brisbane, who's been in Brisbane for the past like month and a half or whatever. Mm. Uh, uh, Adam Ray, he's mm. he lives in America. Mm. He was just saying like how batshit insane it is, how normal everything is. Mm. And but yeah. like over there, it's like it's not like people. Mm. Some people are pretending it's normal. Mm. But they're like the death the, rate is the so risk is so much tremendously higher. high. Yeah. And it's really yeah. it's it's crazy. It's miserable. It's really sad. Miserable. Yeah. It's horrible. Anyway, speaking of miserable, uh, we are out of uh, lockdown in Melbourne, which is great. We were in it. Congratulations. For four and a half months. I well didn't done, kill, kill Celia and she didn't kill me. And now we're 26 days with nothing. Which is know, great. No, amazing. no active cases, nothing. So, comedy. You adopt another back. puppy in in that time too. We, yeah, we did. So last was it week, just before, or just in the middle, or something. It was in the was middle because yeah. Well, yeah, we were always that three looking. week period of you can kind of do stuff. Oh man, dude! I did my first gig on Friday, and the first the last gig I had before then was March seventh. How wow. you doing? Um, it, I was really like I've been really beside myself with it because. 
Hmm, I've been doing stand-up for 12 years and mm. I nerve-wise I've really taken hold of that like unless it's a really important gig full of like you know a thousand people I get kind of nervous but even then when I've done that I'm like like I, there's something about I can control my nerves now yeah because it's been so long and I feel com- I feel comfortable on stage but mm. this I don't I didn't feel comfortable because I haven't done it in so long yeah. and my and my muscles were sore so I went through and I wrote some like silly beginning stuff and then did some older classics that I knew kind of worked and there was 15 people in the audience and it felt great. As soon as I got up there, I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad that it's done now because now it's over and I can kind of go back to just going, okay, let's just be funny again as opposed to being terrified of being on stage because yeah, it's amazing. I, feel, I imagine like it feels so big being able to do it again and so like the like the stakes would feel really high yeah a lot of people I I mean I've talked about this a lot a lot of people don't realize how much this industry got gutted when everything kind of went down like people don't like I've talked about it with people who have nothing to do with the industry and I'm like no you don't understand like there was I had income coming in like I it's all gone everything everything and then my creative outlet so I've done, I've taken up sewing. I've taken up nice. making candles. Um, sales has been doing paper by numbers. We've done a lot of puzzles. So there's all these other creative stuff in the house, but we're fucking, I'm like, oh, this is shit. <laughs> <laughs> I want to let everyone know about, you know, my big dick and stuff. Because Let me tell people about my dick. Please. Why? Why, COVID? Why do you refuse it? Why do you not let people tell, let me tell people about my big balls? Uh, but now, I mean, did you guys feel like the same or similar? Like, because we've uh, been doing gigs and stuff. I was really lucky in that, like, um, I was doing some acting in South Korea before, <gasps> it, before it was declared a pandemic, like at the oh. start of this year. So South Korea. Yeah. So, um, so I went over there before COVID was global, but like there were cases in some countries. Wow. Um, and we started and then um, because of how effective South Korea's response was, mm. we were able to finish the project. Yeah, so, right. Like, so the pandemic was declared and, and everything sort of spiraled, but I was working still. Mm. And then after that, I extended my stay in South Korea for a little while, um, mm. decided where I, where to be. And then I came back to Australia to stay with mm. my family yeah. for a bit. Which is such a good... Because so I'm really lucky because like I've yeah. I've been able to have some work this year and like I've mm. been able to do some acting, which... Um, which is pretty crazy in this game. Yeah. And I'm glad that you're back here because as much as, you know, because there will be a time where you'll be busy again and yeah. you're going to be like 16-hour days, back-to-back shoots. And then that's why, and this is what I'm like, we kind of in our house went, let's just enjoy this time that I have to watch a television show. I'm normally never home at night. So we actually started watching TV shows and, you know, making dinner and that kind of stuff. Yeah, this is like the longest amount of time I've spent with my family in like five years. Really nice. Yeah. That's real nice. And then because you'll be busy again. Um, what Quite about good, you, yeah. Ray? You know, ah, what about you, Ray? Oh, sorry, I did, there was not a knock at the door. I just, <laughs> oh, God, the dog's just all piped up like, huh, who's here? What? 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 <laughs> oh, man, I just got to say, though, this, this week's film, Liv, you chose it. I did. What is the film you chose? I, just, I asked if you'd ever done Miss Congeniality on the pod. Oh, and you said no. So we watched Miss Congeniality. And uh, as I was watching it, I was like, oh, when did this come out? Because I remember watching it at sleepovers and stuff. And it came out in 2000. 
So um, Mr. Reality turns 20 this year. Unbelievable. I, you know, sometimes people choose films that I don't need to re-watch or because some people choose films I've never seen, so I watch it. And then sometimes, oh, hang on, here we go. Go do poos. You're going to go outside? Come on, go do poos. Deidre, go on, go outside. She's like standing in front of the doggy door but not going through it. <laughs> this is like, it's like the relationship that I had with my mother where I'm like, why is mum always yelling at me? Why am I ever good enough? Deidre, you got, fuck it, anyway, just ignore that. Uh, good girl, go out the, go, go on, go on, go on. Go on, she's just staring at me. Go on, go out the toy. Yay! Yay! I'm not, yeah, I'm not cutting this out. I'm not cutting this out. Oh, oh, no, no, go, 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 yay! She went outside. Oh, my God. She did it on her own. She actually went outside without me. I know this is for an audio medium. And then <laughs> she's just done. Congrats, Deidre. Guys, she just sat because we've got um, wee-wee pads outside for her to help her with everything. And she just, like, sat and laid down in the sun on her wee-wee pad. I'm like, she's such a dirty bitch. <laughs> she's a glamour queen and we oh, love it. God. Yeah, so sometimes it's films I don't need to rewatch because I have seen it so much in my past that I'm like, I got this. And this is one of these films. Bloody Sandra, this is like one of the biggest Sandra Bullock films. This is like what put this her. Is probably, this is probably my favourite, Sandy B. So. Oh, 100%. Um, everything from, it's such a great like My Fair Lady type story. Like you get, we get to do the bloody the reveal. Yeah, you know the sexy reveal. And Everyone's in it, and it's self-aware, and it's funny, and like the the feminine qualities that um she's expected to have because of this mission are like not dismissed by the end of the film. Right, like all of the women in it are complete human beings, and they're friends with each other. Yeah, and Michael Caine's in it, and like oh. what you come on, it's oh. so it's great. It's so it's so good for those all those reasons. And the fact that like you can still be sweet and beautiful and dressed up and still be able to kick someone in the nuts. Yeah. Yes. Like, and then also, you know, you can it's what I really like about this film is it's like you can learn you will learn something from different kinds of expression. Mm. But you don't have to you don't have to stay there. No. Like Sandy B by the end is like, no, I'm good with like my hair the way it is and like I'm mm. like my FBI uniform and like I'm chill, but like I mm. learned a lot and I love you. Yeah, she's gonna know how to do her nails now. Yeah. If she wants to. But you know what? No, no pressure. Mm-hmm. Don't gotta do it. Um, I love okay, cast wise, Michael Caine. Benjamin Pratt, Brat, whatever happened to him? Well, he was like a law and order guy. He's a handsome oh, man. Dude. He's very handsome. So handsome. What's his nationality? Is it like I'm just looking. I feel like it's a um, like a bit. Oh, Peru. His mother was Peruvian, and but like indigenous Peruvian, mm. and then his father was German English. But what did what's he done lately? Because I remember him mostly for um, being engaged to Julia Roberts. Do you remember really? what? No. Do you remember that was like the big thing with him? Um, uh, personal life. Oh, yeah. In 98, uh, Bratt began dating actress Julia Roberts. He escorted her to the 2001 Academy Awards where she won Best Actress for... So they were together for a while. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why it was such a big deal because that was the year she won the Oscar. So he was... They were photographed heaps together. Mm. Because... And she wore that beautiful Valentino dress. Do you remember the black dress with the white... Uh, Yes. I want to say so. Oh, 
come on, seriously. All right. Um, so they were together for a few years ago. But then I'm looking now, he hasn't done much. I'm always curious about those people that were like, like it people back yeah, in the day so where they were like funny. huge. Some people. They just disappear sometimes. Sometimes people, sometimes people don't want to do it anymore. Sometimes they um, want to go off and have a family. Sometimes they decide mm. they want to do theatre instead or like change careers or you know something and anything some, some people are ernie hudson who is also in his film the fourth ghostbuster he oh yeah dude this film it just keeps on giving oh yeah cast wise oh this my god a, this is my this I, this is william shatner's finest work in my opinion i just he plays a dopey idiot so well you know when you, there's things you say in your life from a like TV or something that you say all the time. So one of the things that I say all the time is whenever Celia gets steak for dinner, I go steak, money's still tight for steak, steak. And it's a line from the Simpsons when, um, hmm, not my target audience, both of you. No, I, <laughs> anyway, I'm listening. I, a, I have a quote from the Simpsons that I say all the time. Oh, right. Like, so it's the one where, you know, when he finds the $20 underneath the couch, yes. it's like $20. Peanuts. Anyway, money suit steak. Anyway, so we say that all the time. And one of the things I say all the time is, "She's beauty and she's grace." She's oh yeah, Miss United States. What's the thing from The Simpsons live that you say all the time? It's a throwaway line of sideshow Bob's, oh, um, where yeah. he he lures them to like a, a family restaurant opening, but it's not. It's him, and he's trapped them in a barn, Dude, and then he's trying already. to load something on his computer, and it won't load, and he says load you unwieldy behemoth <laughs> and i say that every time something won't load <laughs> it's never left oh, me load you behemoth what unwieldy behemoth what does that even mean it means like a behemoth is like something that's massive and then unwieldy is like not um controllable it's so good. We, I got Disney Plus and we, we just rewatch like episodes of The Simpsons. And I'm like, fuck, man. It's so good. There's so many, like the casino episode gives me so much. That whole episode where they have the, the casino on the broadwalk and then, oh, yeah. you know, and then Bart has his own casino in the treehouse. That's right. Like, and like, and another thing I say all the time is where he goes, um, he goes, I think I should call my manager. Your manager says for you to shut up. Vera said that. So, like, I always say Vera said that. <laughs> it's so great. And this film as well, I think when we were messaging, well, I feel like at one point maybe, because I like to talk about things that do date badly, and there was a few lines in this movie that have dated badly, one yeah. of them being um, it's light beer and she's going to throw it up anyway. I know, yeah. About. <laughs> Very you much know? like the, the turn of the millennium flippancy around eating disorders that yeah. continued into the early and mid-2000s in a major way. Yeah. Mm. Um, that's really interesting. It's like, it's like forever no one ever talked about eating disorders. Yeah. You know, and then when, we, when it was finally like, you know, in Dolly and Chloe and Cosmo, then they started talking about it, but it was like a... Like yeah, it was always like a funny, yeah, like, oh my God, she vomits. She yeah, like, up. oh, that, oh, sometimes girls just do that. And like, yeah. girls and like, especially like pretty ones, and like, we think they're stupid for it, but we make jokes about it. Like, it's not, it, yeah, this kind of like weird complex around it. Mm. 
Um, I always like the quote the, when she's like, you think I'm gorgeous. gorgeous. Yes. Yes. You want to and marry me. Love that. That's it, another one. So charming. So That's a, I didn't realise. Also, Victor being like, smilers wear a crown and losers wear a frown. And, <laughs> and anytime he says anything cringy oh. to her. Um, oh. and you just know she's gonna punch him in the head like she, he's one cringy catchphrase away from being punched by her it makes me yeah so happy. like oh oh you are you if I had a daughter I imagine she would be a lot like you which is perhaps why I've never reproduced yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, you think I'm gorgeous thing is something I, I I'm again something else that I say all the time um, I do love the I'm starved and I'm armed. Don't mess with me. She, yeah. That pratfall she does right after that is <sighs> one of the funniest pratfalls I've ever seen in my life. She walks out in that blue figure-hugging dress. Mustang Sally! <laughs> and her long, beautiful hair. Like, the thing, this is the thing. Like, Sandra Bullock is fit. Yes. Uh, do you remember watching her in Gravity? And she's this, strong. She's so yeah. strong. She looks like she can lift, but everything's, you know, even it, if she's not a size eight, she's tight. Everything's in place. To watch like, those old movies and see how women were, like, of course they're, like, thin, but they're strong. Yeah, it's different. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, whereas it's, it's different. Huge, yeah. It's not as, it's not as similar. It's not similar. It's more like how thin they are. Mm-hmm. As a, like, whereas, like, all the 90s babes were all fucking Thin. strong, oh. you know. They had meat on them. Yeah, but they though. were kind of, like, two, they were sort of, like, two distinct camps mm. in, the, in the 90s and 2000s, yeah. I think, where it was, like, and, and those, those were, like, the two body types you were allowed to have if you were mm. a, a woman in, in entertainment, which is yeah. you could be, like, you, you could be, like, lithe and muscular or, like, fucking heroin really shiny supermodel yeah look watch the first few seasons of um no maybe not season one but definitely season three or four or five of friends and courtney cox is tiny and mm. they've always got her in tight pants like not not jeans she's always wearing trousers that are like you know bell bottoms so they're really there's no pockets anywhere and it's just over a but she's that heroin chic of skinny and you can see in her arms and stuff and then the, like the Portia de Rossi when she was in like Ally McBeal and stuff well she like, well she had it definitely had an eating disorder yeah and mm. but she's written a book about it it's great right. but I feel like there's there's something about in the 90s a lot of sitcom stars there was this like thank god because now I feel like I feel like curves are just accepted so much more now it's maybe, definitely different, yeah. And I feel like maybe that's it, even because there is it's a more it's more diverse, because more we're seeing more um, maybe like Latino or Black um, women on television, and they're naturally very like very curvy and feminine. So now, I, instead of where in the nineties everyone was white, and yeah, everyone mean, was I, skinny. I don't know. I mean, like different matrixes of like oppression are connected for sure and like change will beget change in other areas I think people are thinking about it more now in general I feel like the first time I noticed because America was always better about it because I remember when I first started buying jeans in America and I was amazed at how well all the jeans fit me because I have a big old Italian butt and thighs (laughs) and all of a sudden I'm like hang on these are Calvin Klein size 12 and they fit me 
perfectly tight on the waist, room on the butt, tight on my thighs, but they came up and I never had to alter anything. But in Australia, I battled to find jeans. I'd have to get a 16 just to fit my thighs and butt. And I always have to get the top bit altered because my waist was smaller. And a size 16 I do, was- I do think that hell is probably jean shopping forever. I, I don't owe jeans. I haven't worn jeans in like oh, eight years. It's, it's rough. Yeah. It's, I've it's got my so skirts. Rough. Thank you. <laughs> I've got my skirts. I'm wearing my skirts. I can't do skirts without shorts because I get a massive thigh rub that like has, you know, like some real bad stuff has happened. If I've forgotten yeah. to wear shorts underneath my skirt. <laughs> my and God. Especially because it was always... Because it was always when I was living in the States because I always had to walk everywhere. I was always walking to the subway, blah, blah. And August in New York is just fucking rough because it's just humid and it's hot and there's no, everything's cement. So it just hits you back in the face. And I've had the worst skin burns between my legs in over there than I ever have. So I just cannot wear, my, my skin's so sensitive between my legs. Ooh. <laughs> okay, um, fancy lady. I know, right? <laughs> I've got sensitive skin leg, leg skin. Well, it's just Whatever. because I fucking, you know, um, more quotes. Of course he had a gun. This is Texas. Everybody has a gun. My florist has a gun. Uh, I love uh, when he's like, <laughs> be the crown. Yes, it's the crown. That's <laughs> Kelly. That's you watching the crown. <laughs> oh my god i love um i love uh, the last time i saw someone walk like that was jurassic park <laughs> but, oh but- you know hey you know what doesn't age well mm-hmm. um because of who says it is that uh like um haughty fbi love interest man mm-hmm. calls michael kane a fruitcake <gasps> really he does, ah. yes. When they're, when they're bickering about something, I forget right. at what point in the film, but I remember yeah. going like, they would, that wouldn't happen anymore. But yeah. Like if, if, you, if you were going to have a character say that to like uh, an all but named mm. gay character in a film, it would be a villain now or it would be coded mm. in the narrative as a bad thing to say. But in this film, he, he just like, he flippantly is like, what would you know about it, fruitcake? And it's like, dude, no, uh, mm. no, stop it. What do you think? It's interesting though, because I never, uh, I didn't pick up that. Maybe I missed something. I didn't pick up that Michael McCain's character, Victor Melling, was gay. He what? A hundred percent. What is wrong with uh, yeah. homosexual man? <laughs> but Kelly, you're blind. You're absolutely. I'm blind. Um, Kelly, that's honestly like. Yeah fucked up uh i just well because i didn't re i didn't re-watch it i just because i've seen it so much but that is a gay man okay <laughs> that is that is a very very gay man um, that man loves me <laughs> so much yeah there's even like he because he he sneaks hottie love interest fbi man into the pageant with him and uh the fbi man at the door has to be like he's with me and then ah. victor inside the pageant where like the women in charge of the patch are like, oh my God, Victor, of course, come in. And then to Hottie Love Interest, he's like, he's with me. And then he <laughs> plays it off like they're together. And then the Love Interest is like, oh, well, we're not, we're not together together. Like he's sort of a little bit homophobic about oh. it again, in a way that wouldn't happen now. Yeah. Oh man, there's so much, um, yeah, some of the, because I was, when I was watching The Crown, sorry, mm. there was a moment where um, uh, Princess Margaret has a friend 
and so talking about her friend and the queen goes um is he a friend of dorothy and she's mm -hmm, like yes and she goes yes and i know that from watching drag race Mm -hmm. because that yeah. was always the code at the Stallwell Inn when they talked about it, blah, blah, a friend of yeah. Dorothy. You didn't know what a friend of Dorothy was before watching RuPaul's Drag Race? No. You just no, raw dog, your straight brain with RuPaul's Mate, Drag Race. I, I've lived. <laughs> before I'm, knowing anything. I've lived. One of my gay, <laughs> one of my, like, longest roommates was a gay guy and, and, and like, and a self-confessed queen. Like, he was, a, you know, like, everything. There was a lot of Madonna and a lot of Kylie in the house, but friend of Dorothy was not something oh my god I just freaked out I saw your boyfriend Ree walking in the background and for my boyfriend reason, yeah and for some reason Thanks. I thought there was someone was walking behind me and I'm like ah! Sorry. I'm doing Wait, a podcast here. In the house I don't want to alarm you I'm doing a podcast here can't if you could fuck off <laughs> no he's all right I just don't want to no. walk in it maybe think don't walk in the hair. background when I'm doing a podcast no, you can walk. I mean it. you can it's take fine. this ring back champ you can take the ring you can shove it <laughs> oh yeah you're getting married <laughs> yep yeah, when are you get married? Um, at the Mother's moment, mm -hmm. thank you. Um, love Mrs. Maisel. Um, I am getting. We're planning on getting married on the thirtieth of October <laughs> next year. The dog's not invited. Um, <laughs> Someone's walking at the front. Someone's walking past our door. Of course. No, we're we're planning on getting. Do you want to say hello to Liv and Kelly? Hello. Oh, God. Hi, James. Congratulations. Hi. They said congratulations. congratulations. Thank you. Amazing. So he 30th says, of October you. next year. Yeah, it's our anniversary. So that'll oh, be nice. our 11-year anniversary. Um, and in Brisbane? All the COVID stuff. Yeah, in Brisbane. Nice. So, How exciting. Uh, nice. Liv is actually going to marry them. Yep. Oh, are you a celebrant? I'm going to become one. They're going to become one. <laughs> oh, great. Well, um, do it in Hickey's partner. And they're getting married next year in November. Well, she is a celebrant. She made herself like it took a few months and she'd be marrying everybody. She married, um, you know, comedians, you know, um, Laura Dunham and um, Dan O'Connell. Yeah. 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 So she mm -hmm. married them. She And she's married a bunch of people. So, yeah, that sounds awesome. Oh, my God, do yeah. it. Yeah. It's very exciting. Oh, how and exciting. all COVID stuff should be sorted because literally half of my bridesmaids are in different states. And okay. I feel it would be Not okay. just bridesmaids but, like, other people. And half of James Grimsman aren't. Great. In Brisbane, um, so. So you gonna have a bunch of bridesmaids? Six. <laughs> fucking hell, you fucking Italian. Listen, that is too many bridesmaids. <laughs> well, also it's keep too in many. mind it's a like we're not doing bridesmaid dresses. Like oh, it's okay. really just different. different. Three of yeah. three of my bridesmaids are men. Um, oh, fuck two of yes. James's groomsmen. Two of James's oh. groomsmen are women. I'm living your wedding fantasy. And then Ben oh. Knight is gonna be our flower girl. <gasps> oh. And Aurora Campbell is going to be our ring bearer. I Liv Houston's marrying us. It's just going to be a big old Aurora party. Campbell is um, so good. Yeah. Mm. People um, remember Aurora Campbell. She is an artist and she was on a Sugar Daddy's episode uh, a while ago. Um, and Ben Knight, I mean, Damn beautiful. Yeah. What a what a, what a a little princey pesa he is. Beautiful mountain of a man. Oh, ben I know, Knight is so, so handsome. How is he so handsome? It's his body... And I think he's so nice. <laughs> yeah, he's so handsome. Ew. Really? Um, really? Yeah. Ew? Ben's like, um, close like, a, to like him. a legitimate, like a very, like a big brother to me. He gets yeah. mad at me all the time. Yeah, I can't. I'm forbidden from thinking of Ben as handsome in yeah. any way because he's also a redhead, and that's gross. Yeah, oh yeah, 
yeah, that's illegal. Um, Well, I feel like the same way with Nick Cody. Like if people were like, he's so handsome. I'm like, ugh, really? Nick Cody is the ugliest cunt I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) No way. Nick Cody is beautiful and handsome. No, tell him I said that. But like there's a part of him that I'm like, like if people, you know what I mean? Because I know him so well. He he slept on my couch multiple times. Like he's just a mate. I'm like, oh, you had a baby? Oh, that means you had sex. Gross. Gross. Yucky. Gross. yucky, yucky, sexy time, yucky. Ugh. That's so exciting. Um, so you're gonna yeah. do this Carrie Bradshaw thing where they wear a different color, or they wear the same color but different styled dresses. No, I think yeah, I think we're just gonna go all black. Um, because mm. like then that's just like slimming for everyone. Everyone has something black. Even way, black no one wants to buy anything new. They don't have to. Um, uh, and then um. James is wearing a forest green suit. He's always planned to wear like a forest green suit. And then I'll have like, Perfect. I don't know what color dress mine will be, but I think if everyone's in black, then everyone feels comfortable yeah. and they can just wear whatever they want. I just want it to be like, you know, plain. I don't want mm. How fun. a black print. Dude, um, dude so fun. Um, so we've got Aurelia bridesmaid, Sam Peterson oh, bridesmaid, nice. Jacob Lingard bridesmaid. Oh. Um, a piece of poo. This sounds so good. I'm, Alana I'm loving shooting it. star. I'm just. Are you wearing comics. white? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think I would. I think I might. Liv, I just haven't. If you got married, I just haven't decided. I, do, do? I have trouble. I have trouble imagining me getting married. Yeah. To be honest. Same. Um, yeah. I I don't know how likely that is. Probably yeah, not. Very. Mm. But um, I I I think I'd probably wear a suit in like a really bright color. I yeah. Also, I think honestly, you'd take a leaf out of James' yeah. book. Yeah, yeah, I honestly can't see myself wearing, I don't see myself wearing a dress because I never wear them ever. Like I'll wear them, for, if someone else is getting married, I wear a dress and then I had to film something last year, wore a dress, but I just fucking hate them so much. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like, like you want to feel good. You know? yeah. I feel like I'm lying to myself that if, if I got married and I wanted to wear, well, white, <laughs> out of the question. Um, but, like, I feel like if I wore a dress, like, I'm like, oh, this isn't me. Like, this, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure Seals has a line. She had a joke where she was like, you know, if she got married, she's like, do you have it in, like, denim? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, Dude, it's honestly, like that would be so sick. Yeah. yeah right? And also the big colour stuff, I love. A friend of mine got married and she had turquoise stiletto shoes on with like this like multicolored dress. And I'm like, man, she looked fucking sick. She yeah. looked so good. And her husband had like a navy suit. It was outside wedding at Collywood Children's Farm. Outside wedding, no tie, white shirt, big blue like suit. And then the guy that married them had flares on. Like, nice. I'm like, yeah, man, fuck this shit. Cause I grew up Italian weddings where it was by the book. Tradition. White yeah. tradition. Six bridesmaids all in the same dress, regardless of size. So if you had a bigger girl and it was a strapless dress, fuck her. But if it was like a voluptuous dress, fitted, and had someone that more of a stick figure, fuck her as well. No one looked good. Yeah. No one. Yeah, see, James and I, I mean, also we've been together for 10 years, so we've had time to think about <laughs> what we would like our wedding to be. But like I think and good years to decide what dresses you wanted <laughs> yeah I, I think it's like I think it's like literally it's just a party that you're throwing for you oh, and your friends 100%. um obviously like the marriage is the reason it's happening but like yeah. James and I are, are like the us signing paper isn't going to change any aspect of our relationship at all it's just no. something fun we want to do like no. legitimately it's just something fun that we want to do um 
and I feel like also so money I think pe- there you go. Well, yeah, I've had like we've been talking to like family and friends and stuff about it, and it's always like some of the older relatives are like, "Oh, hmm." Um, Shut up! When Shut it's up! Like, even when I'm like, okay, so they're like, "So do you know what you kind of want to do?" I'm like, literally, I just want a marquee in the middle of a paddock, dancing, partying. Yeah. Um, we're gonna do food trucks. We yes. will like pay for the hire, but everyone pays for their food, and they're like, they're gonna pay for their food. I'm like, yeah, like they do literally every other day they'll pay for their food. <laughs> like we'll pay for the bridal party's food. But I was like, I'm not, I would rather have as many friends as I want to invite at mm. the wedding and they pay $10 for food from a food truck yeah, than have like to colour list. sweet burrito. Yeah, then, and then, then colour list of people that I don't want because I can't afford to have them there. Like, yeah, right. I'd, I'd rather just have a big party and, like, I really don't think if, – if anyone was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I have to buy my own dinner at Ree's wedding. Yeah, that's such a no, – Then I'd be like, I, then you, you're not invited. <laughs> yeah, it's like – also, it's such a weird thing to get pissed off about. It's like Ree invited me to her wedding and then I had to buy my own plate of dumplings. Yeah. <laughs> what? And also, <laughs> like, the, the people who would complain about it would be the people who would be culled from the list if I yeah. had to pay $99 a head. That's where it gets really interesting because – when you think about what, like, I know a friend of a friend of a friend who paid sixty grand for her wedding. Fuck and off. And I think, I think, I think about, I'm like, I think about that, and I go, I would rather put money down on a house or take a year off or uh, like sixty Man, grand. You could, you could take a year off and travel the whole world with that, dude. Like mm. sixty grand, but this was like they're very, they wanted their dream wedding, and but like the seats, oh, it was ninety. Like- it's just like what people care about doing. I yeah, guess. and that's yeah, the thing. totally. And, and they had the money, blah blah blah. But like some of the some of the arguments that come out from wedding stuff is real fucking nasty. Like, yeah. like especially when it comes to like I know another friend who was bridesmaids with someone who they weren't even that close anymore. And when she said yes, they got married like three years later. And in that time frame, her and that friend grew apart. But she's like, I can't say no anymore because I already said yes. Um, and then when it came down to the wedding, she, the, the chick was like, here's the dress I want you to buy. Here's the shoes I want you to buy. Here's the jewelry I want you to buy. And so, so my friend paid three grand to be a bridesmaid at her other, her friend's wedding. And she paid for everything, her hair and makeup she had to pay for. She got told the dress. That makes me, I was enraged when I heard that. bridal party. I've got you covered. I mean, I wouldn't expect any of them to buy anything. It'd literally be like, yeah. what do you have? Send me kicks. People do that but, all the time. But like hair and makeup, um, if if you want the hair and makeup to be done, if you don't trust them to do a good job. Um, and also keep in mind, some people don't want to be touched by some other people. Some people don't want well. to do hair and makeup. And also some people are like getting the hair and makeup. Some people are hair and makeup person. Shit. Because yeah. now, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, like I remember when I did my deb, I had to get a makeup and hair trial. You had a deb? I got debutized. Yes, I did. Oh my God. I, was, I, I had to do a. I ca- didn't know you were a sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to quickly just search through. I'm pretty sure I have a, a photo here of me. Oof. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, mate. It's not a great, it's pretty dark. It's not great. But can you see? Oh, oh my god, that's so cute. There we go, there we go. All white. Wow. Yeah, so all cute. white, wearing a gold necklace, and I had gloves on. And um, that on my head, what's that? 
oh, that's roses. That's real roses. Little uh, roses. Little roses because so six months earlier I had shaved half my head. Nice. Fuck okay. yeah. That's so rebellious. I shaved <laughs> half my head. So that, that, that part was all nothing. And then on top they curled it. I'm talking tight curls. Ring so lip. you can't see in the photo yet. So they pushed my hair back, put roses in, and then it's a big, like, perm at the back. And it's, yeah, it's, and I designed that dress. Wow. Because I'm like, fuck everyone else. And my mum's like, your arms are too fat for that dress. You need something that's going to cover your arms. I'm like, Lena, shut up. I'm always, yeah, even, man, at my, come on. even at my skinniest, even when I was 58 kilos, I still had also, big arms. Also, like, you've designed a dress. That's oh, yeah. skillful and difficult yeah. and, like, uh, impressive. Yeah. And, and I like, took it to the woman up the road who makes dresses. It's like a weird piece of feedback to have for your teenage daughter who's designed a garment. Also, um, mm. like I had, I already was a double D in like year, year 10. So I had big tits already, but I designed something because I was always self-conscious of them, but I designed something that had, it was a V, mm. right? But it wasn't, you couldn't see the cleavage, like it molded got to, you know, to cover them up, so to speak, because I was always, yeah, you, you know. like, in a way that, like, you felt comfy and confident yeah, in that sense. because I've always been weird about my boobs because uh, they're just too big. They're always falling out. Sometimes I'll bend over and a nipple will come out. It's all weird. You've got great boobs, Kelly. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I, I hate them. I hate them. <laughs> you hate my boobs. Yeah. You fucking, you fucking say it to my face. You get, yeah, you say it to my I face. I hate your boobs. Ah, oh, you bitch. But yeah, so I've had hair and makeup trolls back They're too then. distracting in the workplace. <laughs> <laughs> they trigger me. But that's the thing. I agree. Like the hair and makeup stuff. I know I've got friends that are better at hair and makeup than the chick that did my hair and makeup for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. And also, you know what? Everyone knows their own face. And if my, yeah. my bridesmaids, I mean, also three of my bridesmaids are men who won't want to have any makeup put oh, on them yeah. at all. Um, but like James's little sister is one of his groomsmen and one of his best friends, Anna, is one of his groomsmen. Nice. And like, if they want to get their makeup done, I'm like happy to pay for it. It's very old um, school, all that stuff. And is same thing very... with Liv. If Liv wanted to get makeup done, like, because, like, Liv is in the bridal party. Aurora's mm. in the bridal party. Anyone who's in the bridal mm. party and, like, my mum and James's mum, if they wanted to get their makeup done um, and if Nelson, mm. James, one of James's groomsmen, he might want to get his makeup done. If they want to get their Big makeup time. done, then we'll pay for them to get their makeup done. But if they want to do their own makeup, then they can do that as well. Like, it's, yeah. it's really, like, it's, I, I, like. And honest to God, whenever someone know, does my makeup like, these days, like, sometimes, like, I'll get a good hair and makeup chick, but. One time I was at, I won't say where I was, but I was getting my makeup done. <laughs> That's a secret. A, yeah, for a TV, like, you know, it's a very small bit. And she made me look so old. Like, oh, she God. gave me a really deep, you know those deep burgundy lips? Like, oh, no. It was a kind of lipstick that you got for free with, like, an Elizabeth Arden pack. Oh, yeah. Was, you know, the satin, it was too, like, satiny. And it was just, there was something about, like, like I am 38 and I pride myself with like, you know, I don't have any kids. Are you 38? Yeah. Congrats. Um, I think you asked me out. I appreciate that. Um, but I don't have kids and I wear sunscreen and I pride myself that I don't have crow's feet yet. And I have been wearing sunscreen for a long time. And I really, I do so much stuff to my face because I'm just trying to yeah, hold. you got great skin, Kelly. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm not wearing any makeup right now because I never wear makeup if I don't have to. But I'll wear it tonight. But I, you know, I, I take a lot of care and effort with it because it's the only one I got. And then I got this makeup done where I'm like, why am I looking like I'm 50? Like it was my, my I had crow's feet. Like she had so much makeup in the corner of my eyes. 
Oh like every God. time I smiled, I was like, it showed every wrinkle. You know what? She didn't use a good like primer, like filling primer first because it was just, it showed all these wrinkles. And by the way, wrinkles are gorgeous. It's fine. But she made me look older, which I didn't like. But and also she's it. giving you wrinkles you don't have. <laughs> That's what it was. Honest to God, she was giving me wrinkles I didn't have. Like I was You're like, this is, this yeah. is confronting. Yeah. And, and the lips were like so, you know, like, like do you remember riding in cars with boys there was um no actually i've never seen that oh it's fantastic film fantastic film and i do barrymore so good in it but there's they age her on purpose so i know well you you remember when we were watching scooby-doo the other week and then um they were showing sarah michelle geller's concealer yes it's like that but opposite to drew barrymore yeah particularly like in films of that era I don't know if it was like there was a product trend at the time that sometimes Mm. you'll see somebody's under eye concealer and be like oh "Oh, that is white yeah it's yeah oh right oh gross and it will come up in photos Mm -hmm. blah blah but there's just like there was this scene where they 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 age Drew Barrymore so she's her normal age throughout the film but then they do it where her son's 20 and then you know and it's good because they don't use prosthetics they don't use all this weird stuff to make her look older. I'm like, she's just 50. That's all. <laughs> she's just 50. So they just. <laughs> she's a crone. <laughs> yeah, right. But that was but such no, a smart. But it's, it's fine. You don't need to give her a big nose and like, eh, like sunspots. So the way they did it is they just put her in it's a like, lot of like makeup. Poor, she's poor as age. Yeah, right. But, yeah. <laughs> but she still looked, she just looked older because they just covered her with makeup, which is what. You would, you know, like a 50, and it was like this really deep. Now, I have purple lipstick and burgundy lipstick, but it's, they're like really nice shades for winter. But they just, the lipstick they gave her and everything else, she looked like she was 50. They just aged as she looked like a mum, which is exactly what she's supposed to be. And this yeah. is what makeup artist made me look like. Anyway. I just love the idea that you look like look at yourself in the mirror after this makeup artist has had a turn with you, and you're just oh. like, oh, fuck, we're all going to die one day. Dude, I just <laughs> was like. Oh no! Fuck me! You know oh, what I mean. No. I get oh, I get one life to live, and this is it, um, isn't it? I'm gazing. How many into years have I got right left? now? Like and my eyebrows. Like, so I can do lipstick, dude. And at the, it's the equivalent time, of taking like a tab of acid. You're just like, oh my god, I see my future. Hey, um, I'm not shitting not on. Good. I'm not shitting on burgundy lipstick. I've got some fucking fierce, deep red, deep purple shit going no, on. No, it's and I love it's it. Clear it's you're you're that shitting that was, on this woman, Kelly. This fucking bitch. She just fucking did not know my face and like didn't like colored my eyebrows in really dark and I'm like no 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 I know like uh, anyway just for argument's sake finishing up I'll let you know that this tag film... her Instagram account at the end of this no Kelly do not do that. No. so we can go and no, give her I might lose work no because it was yeah I might lose work um I never say anything bad about anybody this film cost 45 <laughs> million dollars to make that and doesn't surprise me because of the sets they would have had to build, right? And uh, the costuming and like the the choreographing and yeah. like the all of the effects I think it's are good, practical, yeah. but there's like a bunch of explosions in it. You know that makes sense. And all the was, costumes for all the yeah. girls, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was a bunch of stuff like yeah, there was a bunch of stuff like in the big hotel where mm-hmm. you know that that had to be cleared. Like, Dude, you know, can, I, can I just say, yeah, I ever since I saw this movie as a child and mm-hmm. I rewatched it before we recorded this, um, ah. so I was reminded of it again. I was like, <sighs> literally, all I have ever wanted is to mm-hmm. go to that fucking bar with the glow in the dark paint on the drums. Ah. I'm like, where is it? Is was this like something that used to happen and doesn't anymore? Where is this bar? How do I get there? I want to get glow in the dark paint all over my clothes from this drum. Yeah, well, I well I remember um, watching 
I remember there's a um, all, if you RuPaul's Drag Race season, All Stars season two, mm-hmm. um, they have a variety show, yes. and Detox does a dance to glow in the dark paint. So she has all this glow in the dark paint on these drums and she plays the drums and lets the paint just come on. Which, so she's is, all what, just, which is exactly the same thing. Yeah, and she looks gorgeous. Like yeah. it's so, it's detox. She's gorgeous, right? Yeah. Um, but I would try, I would try. So this made $212 million in the Good. box office. Yeah. Dude, that's like four times. Sandy B. Four times. So this fucking love Sandy B. This is why she was, she's a big fucking, you know, she's a draw card when it comes to. She's so I, good. She's great. She's great. I love her in the, in the in gravity and um, blindside. She's just. I forgot why we were talking about Miss Congeniality and then I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah that's because that's why we got together to do this pod. <laughs> and I will tell you one reason why this film was fun to watch for us. Hmm. I remember, Liv, before you were saying about how. Don't speak was... for me, Kelly. Oh, no, no. But <laughs> well, this is why we should ever say. Um, well, you were saying okay. how it was um, like um, that was empowering and it was this and like all those kind of things i've always yeah. thought so yeah yeah right because written by a woman it really me even a little bit yeah, whenever whenever something is written by i didn't know a woman, we were i didn't know we were allowed to write movies back then right? <laughs> whenever a film speaks to an audience really like especially a female audience it's written by a woman because i know yeah, women I'm walk work. not not surprised at all yeah, yeah. katie just simply because of how all of the distinct pageant contestants were written yeah. and treated by the script like right of course What's i'll tell you the writer uh, katie ford katie ford uh, so there's mark you, lawrence kyron lucas so katie forge uh they also did um they wrote for family ties uh desperate housewives rugrats i mean dude that's amazing um she is an out lesbian Perfect, love it. Thank oh, you very so much. That's probably um, yeah. where the where the New York's character nod came from. Yeah, I just want a little yeah. Bit yeah. You can make it into the top ten. Yeah. Oh man, I love Perfect. that. Perfect. Yeah, great. Well, uh, I remember that was the first time foot. I'd ever seen lesbians mentioned in a film before. Really? Yeah, because this movie came out in two thousand, so I was like five. Yeah, I was seven. It's amazing. Um, I'm rewatching a bit of the Golden Girls. Mm. Um, and on one sense, it is actually so uh, thorough mm-hmm. and, for lack of a better word, woke about it. Like, they tackle Dorothy's brother is, um, well, they don't say he's trans. Like, they kind of, that he liked dressing in women's clothing. So, but he wasn't. There's some gender nonconformity. Right? Heaps yes. of stuff. And so they talk about that and how, the, how Sophia ha- couldn't deal with it. Um, Blanche's brother is gay and her struggling to deal with it and sexual harassment stuff. Yeah, the like, impression that I've always it. got from the Golden Girls is that those women are punk as hell. Yeah, absolutely. And then there was one where Blanche's daughter is chubby and mm. she's marrying a guy who talks badly about her weight. And, Get out of there, girl. Right? And they all, like, close. And just the way that all the women, like, attack. Like, you don't know, speak to women that way, blah, 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 blah. And the... You know, and then the mum's like, well, maybe you can lose a bit of weight. And she's like, mama, I'm happy. This is, I'm happy with my size. It's so good. But to see it. in the back, it's really, it's really great to rewatch. But the, on the other side, sometimes the language, just a bit out of date. Because yeah. they will use yeah. the word fruit. Yeah, you know? that'll happen. Yeah, or something like that. Or um, We're just, I'm just thinking about <laughs> <laughs> um, James and I were in the pool the other day. 
Um, and Liv knows I, uh, I, I, I feel this way when people are like, oh my God, you're not fat when they say that to me. I'm like, mm, I am. Mm-hmm. And it makes me really annoyed when people say that I'm not. Mm. Um, and the other day, just remember James in the pool, he was just like, fuck, you're fat. And it made me laugh so <laughs> <laughs> that is. It was one of the really? best, like one of the funniest things he's ever said, because even <laughs> he's like, I, he's like, I love your body. Like he doesn't, he doesn't have any qualms with how I look but it just made me laugh so hard because he's never said the word before because he always would be like you're not though you're very beautiful and then when he finally said it the other day I literally laughed for like 10 fucking minutes <laughs> it's one of the best things I've ever heard in my life my boyfriend beautiful. finally admitting I'm fat <laughs> oh my god it's funny that you were said like oh. how he was always like oh no you're not fat you're beautiful I'm like you can't be both yeah, yeah, can be absolutely beautiful. beautiful it wasn't even that he would say I wasn't I know, right? fat. It was just that he'd be like, "You're beautiful." It doesn't matter what size you are. He would never say you're not fat, but he would say it's not relevant. He would say something else instead. Yeah, he would um, say it's not relevant to your beauty. Mm. And I was like, "Oh, gay." Uh. <laughs> I um, I don't like I don't like talking about my weight and that kind of stuff to, with anybody. Um, but I get really annoyed when I'm talking with someone and they're complaining about their weight when they're clearly 40 kilos lighter than me. It's not like, very, it's like just it's like, I, I feel like if, if everybody uh, stopped talking about it in like a comparative or like self-derogatory way, right? that would be great. Yeah. yeah. Because it, it, can't, it is rude. And like, you know, like I'm, yeah. Like I'm a fucking eating disorder survivor, so like com- conversations about like weight and dieting and yeah. people getting down on themselves about it really upset me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I really like, struggle. What if we just like mm, stopped mm, doing this. Yeah, yeah. I me, and Mish, had- me and Mish, me and Mish, Um, do you know Mish? Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, she's in a lot of Auntie Donna stuff. She's yep. a treat. She's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just like anytime we get together, we're just like, oh my God, you're so fat. Me, I'm fat, babe. You're fucking fat. It's like, oh, That's I right. know. I know. <laughs> and and any time we're around so like good. CD friends, they're just like, <laughs> 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 like they don't know what to do. And it's just like, it's not a, it's not a bad thing, is it? <laughs> so, no. Is it? No. <laughs> it's just weird. Is like, it? it's just weird is going it? out for dinner. Tell me. It's just weird going out for dinner and going, yeah, I'm going to get like the risotto or something. And then no one else eats a good meal like they were like and I feel guilty because I'm like yeah sucks I would never eat this at home I would never cook this at home I'm out for dinner the treat is that I'm ordering something decadent and beautiful it's like what if we all just like stopped hate um, it monitoring this as like yeah. something dangerous or bad yeah mm. I, I work out though like every morning like this morning I burned like a few hundred calories I worked out like a motherfucker because mental health wise I need to work out but weight-wise, you know, it's unless I starve myself, I it's really hard for it's just hard for me to lose weight. Like if I'm on 500 calories a day, I lose weight. But if I'm on 50, yeah, but that's um like terrible. It's, not, it's oh, it's I've I've done it before, I've done it before, and I got very very slim. But I'm like, ugh, yeah, but that, that's like gross. what ba- that's like what babies eat. Yeah, it's terrible. I, I I'm waiting. It. Honestly, I'm waiting for this podcast to finish so I can order McDonald's on my phone. Yay! Like legitimately. Oh my god! I ordered Ben and Jerry's the other night. Uh, a comedy club in the states closed down this week. The Creek in the Cave. Oh, I and saw that. And that was my yeah. Well, that was my that was when I moved to America. That's where I started there. I saw and, the pictures oh. you put up about it. Yeah, it very it was, cute. It's real. It's real sad because um, I had a show there for four years. It was beautiful, and everyone you know that's big now started there. Like in terms of in the New York scene or whatever. It's just so anyway. So there's a few photos that are old 
like 2011, 2012, 2013. And my neighbor said to me, she was like, oh, you, your hair, you were brunette. Um, it looked great being brunette. And I was like, oh, thanks. You know, I just, um, I don't know, I like being blonde. It's, it's not even that, it's not even peroxide blonde. And she was like, geez, you know, you looked, you look really great back then. Fuck off. And it was like I say that in and I, and I just like, I'm like, because in my brain, I'm like, fuck you. If it out of my mouth, I go, yeah, I was 30 kilos lighter. Also, like, you're like, I was, I was, I was a lot younger too. Like, yeah, of course. I was younger. But like, imagine like, but the way I'm not like, but she said it in such a way where she's like, geez, you look good back then. I'm like, fuck you off, fuck it. And then she realized, she went, no, I mean, your hair, your hair. I'm like, I was younger. Mm. I was, it was eight years ago and I was 30 kilos lighter. Of course Just, I look good. Like you suck my dick. Gone and put your foot yeah. right in it. No. Like, and that's why when things, people start talking about weight, I'm like, la, 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 la. I, uh, it's an addiction. I'm getting in control of it. Anyway. I think you're hot as fuck. Okay? I think yeah. you're hot as fuck too. I think we all are, you know, hot. You're hot. Uh, you know, Liv, they have got Thank the you. bangs of the fucking world. I just. I showed my, I I showed even... my address or a picture of Kate Bush and was like this, please. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. They are very of weathering you hearty. Did. Thank you. Um, we are uh, like weathering can... heights. Yeah. Heard of it? Ever. Oh, thank you. <laughs> heard of it? Uh, Ever heard of it? That makes me think of Stuart Dolman. Uh, <laughs> that's what that's what yeah. we were doing. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Heard about this? <laughs> uh, or or uh, Jay Leno. Uh, you guys heard about this? Anyway, we have to uh, finish up. Liv, uh, is there anything you would like to promote? Anything we oh, can you know, find you? I'm, I'm bloody. I'm around. They're you know? on the telly. They're on the movies. Motherfucker. The entire the on. entire streaming service Netflix, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, check out a little film called Fucking Bombshell, and that's Thank where you. you can see them. Thank um, you. Uh, I'm season two. I'm I'm so much better at your promo. Yeah, than you that's are, in post production, so there'll be news about that uh, pretty soon. Hopefully, that's going to come out. Uh, Opera House. Yeah, I'm doing that. Uh, it's yeah weekend. And uh, yeah, stuff. Great. Uh, Ray, what you got? Yeah, same, same as Liv. Um... No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Hey, uh, buy, what, buy art what, from Ray. Because I'm fat? Because oh, I'm fat? Ray has got beautiful, does awesome portraits. Awesome. Awesome oh. art. So if you want to commission something for someone's birthday, this yeah. is a good present for someone who has everything is you get them a you commission an art that is their dog or them or a, a photo, blah, blah, blah. I've, I also have got like just standard prints as well that you can buy. They're like yep, 30 bucks for shit. A4, Where? 45 for A3. Stupid Baby Re is the Instagram handle for all my art stuff and then awesome. Redown's just my normal stuff. Right. Um, but like uh, you've got yeah, to get it really great. because I've got my deadline for Christmas is closing because I'm not working up until the 25th, doll. Okay. No. <laughs> I've got to, I'm going to have you. at least a week and a half off. All right. And then I'm doing jerk. shows. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I've got stuff on. No, also, I'm not like, doing it. You can't. No, no, I'm not doing it. No. I just had, I just I had one it. person send eight through eight commission pieces. And if everyone does one or two each for Christmas, uh, even if they do that this week, I'm going to be booked up until like at least no, the 10th. Well, that, that, so people need to get in that. quick. Get in there. Yeah. Yeah. Really or just really, buy it's print. Good. It's so much easier. It's so much cheaper. Right. I'll just send thank, it to you. Well, thank you, peeps. I really appreciate you guys uh, talking trash to me. Thank you. I've actually deleted your audio, Liv. <laughs> no! <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.